spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy weather event Wednesday. And I just want to say, yes, all the money I invested in tumbleweeds, you guys <laughs> laughed at me. Yep. But boy, am I taking it to the bank today. A fierce storm has hit Arizona. We've got all... Of the uh, highlights, the lowlights, what has happened, people without power, uh, some planes not taking off. There was a tree down near me. Okay, there's one tree. Pretty big tree. I heard there was a tree down on, uh, I saw a tree down on a a Shea uh, Boulevard apartment complex. Well, people rebuild. That's the big over in my backyard. Will you rebuild? Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, at some point. If you ask me, that is not the biggest story of the day. No. Uh, I'm just going to say this. Uh, I am uh, I am furious today. Actually, um, I'm I'm upset today. I'm upset now. I'll tell you why. And and here's the deal. You know, when we were covering the election uh, at nauseum, I kept saying I refuse and will never vote for an election denier. Yeah, and I'm glad an election denier did not win office in the state of Arizona. I think we're better than that. Uh, I didn't buy all the bogus stuff out there. I'm not part of the big lie. Um. Today, we found out that former Attorney General Mark Burnovich, he screwed Arizona. I don't know how else to say it. I think this guy is unpatriotic. I think he is a liar. Uh, And I don't know if I've I've ever been more, and I'm not going to say disappointed. I'll say just plain ticked at a politician because I live here. This is my state. I love this state. I've been here for 27 years. This is my home. And I really think he screwed us. So let's get into the story. Um, this guy tried to win a primary. He was trying to win a Senate, a Senate, a possibility yes, at a yes. Senate seat. And so do you remember that Brnovich decided to investigate the 2020 election? Yeah. Okay. He did. And when the report came back to him, he lied to us about what was in it and what what wasn't in it. And he did it all to win a primary. So he lied. He hid a report. Mark Burnovich hid a report uh, in March of 2022. It stated that virtually all the claims of any error, um, malfeasance, any wrongdoing in Arizona's 2020 election, uh, they were completely unfounded. Yep. One year ago, think about this. A year ago, they knew this. Right. That's the thing. A year ago, ten thousand hours from his staff. From his staff, one year ago, they knew this, man, and that we still had some trouble and some chaos in the last one that could have been not as chaotic. There was still been some issues with the way that things kind of went with the machines, but still, yeah. that continued to leave that. That seed that that he planted that seed of doubt and continued to have it linger there all that time. He gave a portion of a story and not the entire story. Correct. So Arizona's Attorney General Mark Burnovich investigated all these claims of widespread fraud in Maricopa County's 2020 election. And he got the report and the investigators debunked everything. Yeah. All the claims. And he and he hit it. He didn't say this. Is, I can tell you what he said. This is what he said. OK, take a listen. Based on what we've looked at so far, what we've the, the parts we've completed, the 2020 election in Maricopa County revealed serious vulnerabilities. OK. And I remember when we played that on the air last year 
and it was very an open-ended thing. He didn't give us anything real specific, but what he did was plant uh, more seeds of doubt yes. in people. Uh, and and that carried on into, obviously, the gubernatorial election. This guy lied. He had the investigators do their job. It all got debunked. And he came out and he said what I just played. He hid it. It is unbelievable to me. I'll tell you, I haven't seen a politician screw this state. Like this since Joe Arpaio. Yeah. And we're still paying for Joe Arpaio. Listen, we've had bad politicians on both sides. But Mark Burnovich, what he did was so bad for Arizona. You know why? Because we're always the laughing stock. We can't get it right here. Bull, we always get it right here. Our elections are better than everybody else. We're pretty good. But, but you would never, ever never know, know it. You no. would never know it because we have people who want to only give their side of the story right. or their, their vulnerabilities in every election. That's why you go through and find out what didn't work and what worked and try to make it better. But that's where he left it. He left this open ended kind of thing where everybody started guessing. And those who wanted to read into it, oh, he's doing good work. Let's give him some money because he's running to be senator and he might be good. Mm. And the other people are like, well, that's not really the entire story. There's no way that we didn't get the story. And finally today, the story came out. The record showed how Brnovich used his office to further claims about voting in Maricopa County, how it was inaccurate. Um, and, and again, you know, I, I want to kind of separate the politicians from the people. I know a lot of people like to dump on the voters. There are a lot of you out there listening to the show. You still think the election was rigged. I don't know how to talk to you. I don't know how to tell you you're wrong. And to be honest, you know, you were misled. And you believed the lie, but you didn't start the lie. So I got to give you a little bit of grace. You didn't start the lie. Donald Trump started the lie. And guys like Mark Burnovich furthered the lie. And so I don't want to really be down on, you know, if you're a voter out there and you think it was all wrong and, and maybe you go down the QAnon road. I, I don't Listen, I have a little bit of grace for you. Well, Maybe you, got you don't, to, right? No, I, I think, I think in some ways you have to have some grace for some people yeah. who who bought into something. And look, I've said it a thousand times. If you were an alien and landed on this planet and you took two look at the candidacies back then and said, this one's got 10,000 people and this one has three people honking in a parking lot. There's no way that guy won. Totally understandable. Yeah. But the reality was... That didn't tell the entire story. He didn't tell the entire story. And people bought into something. And the problem is people on the left are going to make fun of these people, which makes them more angry and they dig in even harder. And you've got to give some grace at some point in time. My mom used to say, you know, when when Nixon retired, the people who voted for Nixon didn't get from the other side. You guys suck. Ha ha ha. Told you so. It was OK. He made a mistake. He's gone. They didn't blame the other voter. And that's the problem, I think, that perpetuates this is we come out and say rather than, OK, guys, you understand that it wasn't rigged. We say, well, you guys are stupid and dumb and that's what you get. And that's not going to help. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I've said it before. You're, you're not fit for office if you believe the big lie. You're not. I've said it for so many months. I said it about Kerry Lake. I said it about Mark Fincham. Uh, I said it about Donald Trump. I'll continue to say it about Donald Trump. You are not fit for office if you think the, the big lie is true. You're not fit for office. I've also said if you're Joe Biden and you're 80 and you're going to be 83 or whatever, 82 when we, when we vote again, you also are not fit for office. But that's a different story. What Mark Burnovich did to this state uh, is disastrous because we still have a black eye. Yeah, We still have a black eye because of people like Mark Burnovich, 
who decided it is better for me to try and win a race. It is better for me to hide the truth. It is better for me to lie. It is better for me to try and climb up Donald Trump's rear end. So maybe I can get a Senate seat. And, and that's what he is, did. And that's what he and did. And the weirdest thing of all is he didn't really even try to do that. He half asseried his did. run for the Senate. Well, he tried to he tried to play both he sides. He tried to play both sides. Right. And he didn't really go after the Senate seat. I think a lot of people thought the way he was going to. And he didn't really go after this. It was like he just kind of went, yeah. here's here's something that lingers. And it was it was a joke. And and I take it personally. Yeah. You know, a lot of people say, oh, we're going to talk about, I was talking to a friend, you're going to talk about Bernavich today? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Gatos, you're going to give it to him. I'm like, let me tell you, I take it personally. Here's why I take it personally. It has nothing to do with R's. It has nothing to do with D's. I don't care about that stuff. Yeah. I take it personally because this is my home. This is my home. This is the home that I love. I will die in this state. I'm never leaving. And this man tried to do a lot of damage to this state and did because he's a liar. Because he's a fraud, uh, because he is just a, 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 a horror of a human being. He's a grifter and wants money from you so he can run his next election. But that's why I take it personally. It's not Donald Trump doing something to yeah. America, which, of course, I hate. That's bad. Or, or Joe Biden doing something to America that I disagree with. This is Mark Burnovich screwing my hometown and making us look like yeah. a bunch of asses. Yeah. That's what I don't like. Yeah. When you screw with Arizona, you screw with me. Yeah. And I take it personally. 100%. And I, people are frustrated out there. And I had a lot of people today who hit me up. And I think they were very upset because they wanted to know, well, when are they coming down on people? And when this thing came out today and... You could just, uh, a couple friends texted me, a couple friends I talked to, they were just, you could hear their voice, the frustration as well, that why didn't you release this earlier? Right. Why just you as much it? as they were believers of the big lie, yeah. they're frustrated why they felt like they got played again. 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 Yeah. It is horrible. So we're going to continue to talk about this. Adrian Fontes is Arizona Secretary of State. He's going to join us in studio at four. Remember, he ran the elections yes. as the Maricopa County recorder in 2020. You think he feels a bit exonerated today? Yeah, I think so. And do you think he feels furious about what Mark Burnovich did uh, and said that, well, Adrian Fontes is a cheater? The election was fraudulent. And Adrian Fontes, by the way, lost that race in yeah, 2020. Yeah, a race that he oversaw, yeah. Yeah. he lost, because that's also part of the big lie. I think Fontes is going to be really interesting to pick his brain about this. That's at 4.05. Don't miss it. All right. Uh, Arizona, we're experiencing a major wind event. Is the worst yet to come. We'll talk about it next on the Gatos and Chad (laughs) Show. Hey, if you miss any of the uh, exciting show and just miss what we're talking about with Bernovich, grab the podcast. You can download it. Uh, your iPhone, your Android. Never miss any of the show. Brought to you by Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realty. Get a higher price selling your home. Get guaranteed offers. Go to higherprice.com, higherprice.com. Uh, nasty storm. This is definitely one of the worst storm systems that we have seen in decades. I don't know who that is. It's a weather person. But I could tell you the same thing. It's a Mother it's, Nature? It's a nasty storm. We had a major wind event. 
so here's I what, had a major wind event. Chet, I came in last night or this morning at 2.30. 2.30 a.m. My house started shaking last night. I thought, what the hell was that Is noise? that right? It started rattling, and yeah. I thought, oh. And I got in the car this morning, and I opened the door. My hair blew off. It was insane. You, you On the right in, there was so. Shaves his head. Many, I know, but I'm just telling you how I'm just. If you, over, said your, if you said your beard flew off, then I'd understand. I'm overemphasizing the crazy okay. weather event, but I just, I saw so many tumbleweeds. It was awesome. No, you did not. I did. That's because you live in the middle of nowhere. Well, it's part of the fun. Uh, on my way to work, uh, I was. Uh, I'm such a good driver, by the way. You I don't want to know. I honk a lot. I honk a lot. They deserve it. Uh, you know. There was crap in the roadway. There was. All over the highways. There were boxes. There was a bicycle. I thought that was fun. Almost hit that. Did you almost hit a biker's a bicycle? I did not. Okay, I so did my, not. But my there was a lot of stuff flying okay. around. And I wasn't quite sure what some of it is at night. You know, you're like, is that uh, I don't know what that is. Yeah. Oh, it was a nasty storm. I say a nasty storm. This is definitely one of the worst storm systems that we have seen in decades. Oh, wow. Decades. All right. Here's a good nugget. You ready for this? Like That's how bad the storm was. I'll give you two good nuggets. Tug- nuggets. All right. Nuggets. For the first time ever. Nuggets. Becky Lane, I bet you don't even have this in your newscast. Okay, I'm listening. Go. For the for the first time ever, over 100 miles of Arizona roads have been closed due to weather. Do you, do you, did you know that? I did not okay. know that. Put that right, in your newscast. More than 100 <laughs> miles of Arizona roads closed due to yeah, weather. Sounds no. so much better and educated when she says Oh, it sounds way We're better. Like, the roads was closed and stuff. <laughs> now, I saw it on Twitter, so I don't know if it's true, oh, but okay. what the hell? Mm. Here's the second good, Here's right? the second one. The uh, National Weather Service in Flagstaff uh, released high wind reports in the region. So at six, you know what? Well, you need why, to. Why don't you take this seriously? I am. Okay. At, <laughs> at 6.53 a.m., Sunset Point. Becky Lynn, you know where Sunset Point is? I've been there. Okay. 6.53 a.m. 88 mile per hour gust. 88 I believe it. Miles Did you have that in, in there? Uh, no, not okay, particularly. Okay, I'm just saying. No. Now, I have heard that actually you, today. What? You heard yeah. that. I think Jeff Munn it. said it mm. on okay. one of his Munn reports. Okay. Uh, where's where's hum, uh, uh, Is it Humbug Creek? We have a Humbug Creek uh, in Yavapai County? I don't know, I love that. Humbug. That's amazing. Uh, humbug. Am I pronouncing it wrong? H-U-M-B-U-G. That's Humbug. Sounds right. Wise man, find out where Humbug Creek is. Humbug. Yavapai County, 72 mile per hour wind at 648 and 30 seconds in the morning. Wow, that's pretty precise. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. uh, What else do I got? Uh, Flagstaff Airport, 74 mile per hour. No longer there. Flagstaff Airport, gone. It's gone. Flew away. You know, when I was doing my show earlier this morning, there was whistling going by the window. It was was totally, I felt nice. Well, that's because you've been whistling for two days with your wind. Well, I was excited, right? Because let's be real. Yeah. We worried about the weather event, that there wouldn't be any. And I told you I was going to text you and tell you not to come in if it was awful. But I knew your superior driving skills (laughs) for the 12 to 14 miles you drive in, you could easily handle this. I did. And your Formula One skills got you here. I got blown around the highway, though. I mean, it was pretty pretty tough. Yeah, you guys were kind of... Mm, making fun of it a little bit yesterday. We make fun of everything. I know. I'm just you know, saying. I, I, I wondered say, this morning. On the way in, <laughs> I go by a couple rest stops, and all of the big rigs were oh, all pulled over. Of None of were. them were out. Didn't one flip? Didn't one? I saw one possibly turned over. I don't know. More than fifteen thousand homes without power across Arizona at one point. And uh, let's not forget the flights. 
the flights were shut down for a period of time. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to take off or land in that thing. No, that's got to be seasick. Wise man, did you find out where Humburg Creek is? Humbug. What did I say? You said Humburg. Humburg. No, Humbug. Sorry, Humburg. Humbug Creek is west of Black Canyon City. How many people live out there? I don't know. Are we hot out there? Yeah. I no, just I no. didn't know we had a humbug. I think that's fun. That's the Scrooge thing, right? That is the that's Scrooge thing. Bah, humbug. Okay. Uh, so we'll have more wind, uh, not only from Chad and I, but from the weather. Uh, and it'll continue throughout the day. And, you know, just listen and be careful. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Just, and I'm excited because I have a feeling there's going to be a little bit more weather. And uh, uh, and I got an alert earlier today that there was supposed to be snow in California, in Southern California. There was maybe a blizzard warning in some areas. Somebody yeah. said it was nine degrees in Denver. Oh, man. Yeah. And it's cold here. It's what, we 50 degrees? We get so excited here. Oh, my God, it dropped below 50. Who's excited with me? You know what? I, I, I loved the, the, the social media uh, videos of trees blowing. Everyone put that up. <laughs> they had to take 20 seconds. Look at my backyard. There's the tree. It's blowing in the wind. Is it blowing at your house? And blowing you, at my right, house? Right, exactly. And you could hear it and stuff. And it's like, we've, we've lost the plot out here. When yeah. it rains, we go crazy. If, it, if it's windy, we go crazy. No one goes out and takes their phone and does the heat. No one shoots the heat. I'm oh, just they, saying. Yeah. Well, you can't really I'm just see saying. I'm, I know. But I'm going to start going out, like, because I have my only hams, which is my new thing, where I only go take pictures of hams <laughs> and post those. And then I'm going to start taking pictures <laughs> of, of of just a beautiful day. Yeah. Look how gorgeous Look at it. Is. It's beautiful. Okay. Uh, coming up next. Coming up. Are Biden and Trump actually on the same page when it comes to the border? Oh, my goodness. Uh, I think the answer right now is yes. Absolutely. That's weird. Okay. We'll talk about that next. All right, uh, coming up at 4 o'clock in studio, Arizona Secretary of State Adrian Fontes. Why are we having him in today? Well, we had a politician in Arizona who lied to everybody in this state, Mark Burnovich, the former AG. His office spent 10,000 hours, 417 days, working on an investigation into the 2020 election. And Burnovich hid the facts that said all was good. He hid it. He hid the facts that said all was was good. Uh, so Fontes will be interesting because he ran the elections in 2020. Yes. Uh, and he obviously has a lot to say about election deniers. And he's going to join us in studio at, at four o'clock. And I think that's going to be really interesting. I think today it doesn't matter if you're Republican or Democrat. If somebody in elected office does an investigation and lies to your face. I think you got to be ticked. Yeah. And I think it, it doesn't matter what party you're in, you know. So, and if you're in that party. And he lied to you to keep something going and to push a narrative that was a lie. He did you maybe more of a disservice than even the people on the other side of the aisle. That's why you should be doubly pissed. You need to hold your own accountable. And he bailed on you and allowed you to continue to buy into it. Yeah, it is a terrible story for Arizona today. This Mark Burnovich deal. It is a terrible story. All right. Biden. Trump, the border. Are these dudes on the same page? Yeah. I don't. How, how, how did this happen? What? Well, he's blaming. Who's he? Uh, the president of the United States currently right now. Okay. Uh, Biden is blaming Congress over the fact that they're going to try to implement something new, something that is very eerily similar to what Trump had, the remain in Mexico policy. And, well, already getting pushback because 
It's a mean. The president facing major pushback from members of his own party who say the administration needs to be focused on expanding legal pathways, not restricting them. They are urging the president to reconsider. Immigration advocates are vowing to sue the administration to stop this from going to effect as soon as next month. So May 11th, Title 42 officially ends. Still dragging on. Uh, they're already ready for lawsuits when this one goes into it. This is going to be what they call a third country. So currently, let's say you escape Afghanistan and you fly to Belgium and you land in Belgium, but you want to come to America. Well, you're going to have to stay in Belgium and apply to get to America from there before we allow you in. What if I want to fly from Belgium to Mexico and come to the border? In theory, well, they won't let you do that Mm -hmm. because it's not the first safe haven you've come to. There it is. You've come to a first country. Right. So what they're saying now is the remain in Mexico is still in effect. Now, (laughs) if you fly from Afghanistan and you manage to get all the way to an American airport and flight, you can apply there because this is the first safe. This is the way it was supposed to be because so many other countries outside of people south of the border would just wander through Mexico because they didn't want them. They can't afford it. And then they would apply there and we'd let them in. Well, they're going to go back to it and they're saying it's a little bit different. It's a little bit this. This is one of the lawyers who said, yeah, not so much. There are only cosmetic changes to what the Trump administration did. It's basically a very few changes that legally matter. One of the things they're going to allow is kids. So kids can apply here, but they haven't said fully, do you send the kids on your own or do you as a parent bring the kid here and allow them to apply and then you magically get in, which was was just going to lead to all kinds of chaos either way. But they're trying to do everything they can. And this, I think, shows that for all the chaos of the sending people to New York, for all the chaos of the uh, of of people making noise left, right, and center, Martha's Vineyard, Martha's Vineyard, right. it has gotten a message out. And as he starts to ramp up with what he's hoping for a second run at uh, this, which I'm still not really sure that's going to happen. He's in. A, he wants to make sure that he's trying to uh, cover a lot of bases because I think he knows he can't have two and a half to three million people no. crossing a year, and for him to stand up there because he's not getting people legal citizenship either. He's just allowing an open border. All right, let's review. Since Biden did nothing on the border, nothing for two years, and and really did let everyone in. Yeah, that was the policy. Okay, here's what he's done this year. If you're from Venezuela, Cuba, Nicaragua, Haiti, and you show up uh, at our border, you will be turned right around. Yeah. We won't let you in. At least now, for now. There, there's, for a law, now. there's several lawsuits that are it. already pending. Everything's going to be right. But from those four countries, that's where the most people come in and claim asylum yep. at our border. Over the last what, several months. What yeah. Biden is saying is you have to go on our little app that we've got. And that's how you apply to get in here. But if you show up at our border, we turn you around. That's a lot of people we're turning around. And that, that's good. Yeah. You can't let everybody in. No. Now, today, we get, I mean, how do you, how, what's the synopsis of what he did it's today? It's a remain in, in Mexico policy. In, in, Just call it a different name. Fluffy yeah. love and hugs. Whatever they're going to call it right. that makes it sound whatever they want it if, to sound if like. If you want to come in from South America and you say, you know what, we're just going to cruise on through Mexico, we're not it, letting you not in. not happening. Right. If you're coming from Guatemala and you wander to Mexico, you got to apply there. So There's no more walking to our border right. and then asking for asylum and then getting the card to come on in. So if you're from Mexico and you want to claim asylum, that is legal. That's that. That's the way because they're, they're yeah. not stop. There's no stopping. It's yeah. Mexico then America. There's no country in between. So 
Biden has really, in a, in a way, looked at some of the stuff that Trump did and said, why not do it? We could put we could put a new name on it. I really don't care what it is, as long as it's not taking kids away from their parents. That's the one thing that Donald Although Trump did Although now he's got wrong. this weird thing where it's like, well, if you're a kid, you can apply. Right. Well, if you're saying that, so does that mean I just send my kid ahead on their own? I hope not. Because that's more dangerous than a lot of other things. All right, why don't we get into that a little later yeah. in the show? If kids can apply, can they just walk over here? All right, and maybe, but again, I think you got to give the president some credit. Yeah. Uh, after doing nothing, the bar is so low. But these are two decent policies. Remember, when Democrats don't like it, it's probably a good border policy. Sorry, yeah, but that's is. the way it, it is. is. It's probably okay. a good border policy. And both sides have failed tremendously in fixing any of this stuff because everybody wants 100% their way. How about this? 75% for everybody rather than 100% of nothing. <laughs> it's the way everybody is. If I don't get 100%, no deal. Coming up next. Coming up. I know this is going to sound weird. Should your kid's playground actually be more dangerous? Yes, indeed. It's a Gatos and Chat Show. All right, top of the hour. Make sure you're here. Last night, there was a very big vote in Scottsdale. Are they going to turn the water back on uh, in that that it's a different community? It's right outside of Scottsdale. Is that going to happen? Yeah. Is it going to happen? We're going to talk to someone who is uh, in those negotiations. And it's been eight weeks since Rio Verde Foothills had water. Eight weeks. Some of those people smell right now, and they're very They don't smell good. There's no doubt about it. I can smell them from here. And I feel bad, man. I feel bad for them. It's the evil Scottsdale mayor's fault, if you ask me. Anyway. Evil. Uh, why don't we talk about, you know, it's interesting. You have a four and a half year old, I yes. like to say. <laughs> Does she love going to the playground? She loves going okay. to the playground. Are playgrounds too safe in America? Yes. Isn't that a weird thing to say? Mm-hmm. Our playgrounds actually are too safe. All right. How is that possible? What does that mean? Lawyers. In- okay. Helicopter parents and lawyers. Parents who live in a world of safety 24-7 with their children and do not allow them to do anything whatsoever, period, case closed. And then lawyers who make sure if anything happened to their children, that they will come for anybody who potentially could have hurt their child like a, I don't know, a swing. Okay. So we shouldn't keep our kids safe? That doesn't make, sound right to me. So we should we no. should make our, our playgrounds more dangerous so kids break bones. That doesn't sound right. That sounds absolutely right. That doesn't sound right. And the reason is a German uh, insurance companies, not just Germany. This is uh, a couple of years ago. You guys look it up. Okay. Uh, said, hey, uh, playground people, you guys, uh, you need to make playgrounds not as safe as they are. <laughs> because kids are not learning the risk. In life, and what happens is they make bad people to insure in the future because they do not have good risk assessment skills, and they put themselves in positions where they get hurt, and we have to pay out over and over again because they don't understand limitations. But that's like saying, "Hey, uh, go swimming. I'm not going to watch you. I hope you don't get hurt. I hope you don't drown." Yeah. No. No. What grade? What grade do we say no? Well, I mean, we you want to keep your four and a half year old as safe as possible. Well, I want the well safe ish. I want them to experience life. But you don't want her to break her arm on a bad playground. No, but I don't want them to never play with me sta- unless I'm standing over them twenty four seven. I don't want her to never leave the house. But that's a parent's problem, not the playground. But the problem. playground has made it so if you fall off, it's like falling onto marshmallows. Yeah. 
which makes four. Don't they have those wood chips now down there? Yes. They're very, yeah. they're very cushiony. Yeah, but yeah. that's not reality in life, and that's what they're saying. What do you want, pavement? Something wrong? Uh, I, <laughs> did, did you want? play on pavement? Oh, yeah. Did you die? No, I'm still here. Yeah, so did I. Yeah. Did some kids fall and hurt? There's a park by my old house that used to have a giant rocket ship that you could climb up through the inside, and it was awesome. about three stories tall. Oh, it's awesome. None of us, by the time we were in fifth grade, ever went through the inside. We climbed up the outside. <laughs> I mean, now, you would have landed in sand, right. but it's about three inches deep, so it's not. But you know what? Mm. You learn responsibility, but you also learn risk. If you couldn't get over it or up it, you would realize, I can't do this, so I'd come back down. You have to learn these things. Kids aren't learning, and parents are a part of it. I don't know what happened to my generation. That they lost their blanking mind and become helicopter parents and don't let kids do anything. But we don't. And this is very interesting when you've got people going, hey, you know what? Uh, let the kids be a little bit more dangerous. Let the kids get lost once in a while. Let the kids walk around the block. Let them get lost in a store. Let those things happen because if you don't. You're going to find out when they get it to be adults. And the other thing they talk about is the more that they do risky things, the better their dexterity, the better that they can handle things. That's a wonderful thing. I wonder what did you do that was dangerous as a kid? I'm not asking you. I'm just specific. I'm asking maybe just those listening. What did you do that was so dangerous as a kid that you know you'd never let your kid do? And what did you learn from it? It's like one of those things. Like my brother and I Rob used to... a bank. But it was good. <laughs> we, didn't, my day. we had well, fun. My brother and I used to ride our bikes for miles. 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 We didn't have a cell phone. We fell off the bike. My brother hit his head. I said, listen, get up. We're going to... Did you wear we're, a helmet? No. We're no. going to buy baseball cards, and then we're going we're gonna to go up hills and... I, I do, I hear what you're saying. I don't want the, the, I don't want these places to become more dangerous, but I think parents should let kids go out and slip and fall and do that kind of thing. They don't even let them do that anymore. Coming up next, on this very show, Chad, uh-oh, our next guest called Mark Burnovich a rogue attorney general. Well, it looks like he was absolutely right. We're going to talk about that next.